Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yeah. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey, Shadow Fam. This is Catherine McNamara. We love being your host for Return to the Shadows, reliving old memories, and going back to the good old days of Shadow Hunters. So, We're excited to share a very special announcement. We are teaming up with Moment for an exciting live episode of the podcast. It will have all of your favorite things, BTS stories, place lore, and of course, Dom and me. Nothing mundane, we promise. And the best part is there will be a live chat for some Q&A, some games, and more. By the angel, we can't wait. Tickets are on sale now at moment.co slash return to the shadows. See you March 22nd. Once again, it's been ever so long. Ever so long, a whole hasn't. 24 hours. Yes, Not even. Did. What am I looking for? Oh, Shadow Hunters. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's you know, it's, it's, a, it's a show about a girl and a bunch yeah. of other Shadow Hunters. And, no, it you know. wasn't when I watched it. It was about oh, really? a boy. Oh, I see. It was see, about I this see. young Shadow Hunter who was life destroyed by this irritating redhead who came in. Oh, yeah. Well, that happens sometimes. It happens. Maya Maxima Culpa, which happens to be the name of this episode. Very good. So here we are at the second half. This is our, our mid-season premiere mm-hmm. of season two. Season two, episode 11, Maya Maxima Culpa. Air date originally June fish. Fish? <laughs> June, June fish. fish. June fish. I didn't even fish. know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, it. you didn't know? Uh, June 5th, 2017, written by Michael Reese. Yay. Director nice. Matthew Hastings, also yay. Starring Catherine McNamara, Dominic Sherwood, Alberta Rosetti, Matthew Jadari, Emerald Tobia, Isaiah Mustafa, and Harry Shim Jr. Guest starring Alan Van Sprang, Alexandra Ordolis, Alicia Wainwright, Brett Donahue, David Castro, Mimi Cusick, I think, Will Tudor, Noah Dalton Danby, Ryan Graham, Chris George, and Jacob Skiba. Oh my goodness. We are getting into the nitty gritty of, yeah, we got a some bunch of our favorite of new people, people ever on the show. Yeah. 
This is a new, it's a whole new phase, a whole new world. Is this Alex's first episode? Yes, it's Alex's yeah. first episode. It's Will's first episode. Will's first it's episode. Mimi's first episode. No, it's we Mimi's second Mimi episode. Yet? Yeah, no, we met Mimi yeah. she could, when mm-hmm. she tried uh, Isabel. Yeah. Um, and we, it's also, who else is, Brett Donahue's is it Noah's first, first and only episode? episode. No, it was Noah's first episode. I think yeah. it was Noah's right. first episode. Maybe. Well, let me tell you what we're in for. Shadowhunters and Downworlders are picking up the pieces after Valentine's attack on the Institute. Downworlder numbers are down, and the different packs and clans debate on what they must do to survive. With Valentine in custody, the Institute's on high alert, but Jace carries the heaviest burden of all due to his part in igniting the Soul Sword and the secrets he is keeping from Clary. But Jace and the Shadowhunters don't have much time to mourn as the greater demon is loose in Manhattan. Meanwhile, <laughs> Izzy struggles on the road to recovery when she encounters Sebastian, a mysterious yet very handsome stranger, as Simon tries to understand his new daylight status. Wow. Lots <laughs> to unpack. Lots to unpack. Let's dive on in. This was I, this episode starts with one of my favorite fight scenes we ever did. I was this just was about so to say fun. that. I loved this fight scene with you and Matt. It was one of my favorites play, that I ever got to watch yeah. you guys And Matt's do. such yeah. a like athlete. Although, so we did introduce the the twin hatchets in this episode, which was yeah. very good yeah, fun. Yeah. I got to spread my wings with some different um, some different martial arts with these in particular. But they have these, so there's the blade on this side, like on the front side, the uh, semicircle, the half moon blade, and then there's a a pointed section on the back of it. Mm -hmm. And there's one cross block in this, an overhead. So he comes overhead and I cross the two axes behind each other and block the thing coming in. And every time the little back blades would just jab into my knuckles and just break the skin, which we didn't really think of, but we very rarely (laughs) did that block again, I can tell you that much. Was there ever a fight scene where you didn't get hurt on the show, Dom? No, not many. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look at the sword. Did you see there's a, a tight shot, a tight profile of your face where the blade is in as well? And you can see mm-hmm. how beat up the blade of the sword is. You guys oh, are going yeah. hard. Oh, yeah. And then see, once again, another fight where you drop the blades and then you just start mm-hmm. going at it. Get to go hand to hand, which is good fun. Again, this was another level of martial arts that Matt and I weren't particularly familiar with, but this was really good fun. It was a fun thing to to play around with. Mm-hmm. You actually see the backs of my knuckles at one point, like like the penultimate move. You can see the backs of my knuckles are still bleeding. Um, but yeah. this is an interesting one where there's a motion where my right leg is behind his head and I mm. slam his face into the ground. Yeah, I just And there's it. some real trust that has to go into that one. We talk about trust all the time, but there's, that's a concrete flaw. Like you get it wrong and you're going you're gonna to split something open. So to time that correctly, so there's enough pressure that looks like it's he's being forced to the ground, but also for him to restrain himself and do it. Um, yeah. Matt and I worked well together. This was good fun. Yeah. It's another one of those things where I remember how Dar- how excited Darren was about this fight too. Mm-hmm. And just the way that he was building, you know, as the scene built and as the the sort of debate progressed between the two of you, mm-hmm. so did the the fight. And it's about that, yeah. you know, constant getting getting a fist above the other. Um, uh-huh. Very brotherly. It's, yeah, it's great. It's great fun. And then we progress to this. So this was another scene that we did on our 360 blue screen. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this was the, I guess, 270 degree one or not 270. Yeah, it wasn't quite 360 Yeah, it degrees. wasn't quite. It was, it was a, a little, little, what do you call that? Like a promenade stage? Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll call it that. I don't know. But, uh, lovely little park in Brooklyn. This was one of the only, 
there are very few scenes in this show where we get to have, oh, this is just a nice, normal date. This is just a nice, normal afternoon. And they always felt so odd because it it felt like a different show almost because suddenly we're just on a park bench having a a conversation. There's a hot dog Mm -hmm. vendor and it's just, it just feels like, you know, normal mundane life. There's a kid in the back with balloons. Like he's having a good time. Everyone's good. Yeah. And as always, you know, when a relationship is in a good place, finally, <laughs> yeah, things are going to go south. It is nice, though, to see Simon and Clary just be able to enjoy mm-hmm. a moment of peace. We haven't seen that since the pilot, really. Yeah. And not even all the way through the pilot, just like <laughs> bits of the pilot. This hug we finally got in. This was fun. We were toying with this idea for like ages, Alberto and I. And I think we tried to get this hug in like 10 different times. And they finally let us do the the fake hug thing, which was really good. It was a really cute, cute moment. Yeah. Again, it's one of those things where you find those little moments of physicality that, that mm-hmm. only happen after working together for years. Oh, this is the first time we get to see the, um, the catacombs jail cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they built well. this I, for this. For this scene and yeah. then we kept them for quite some time yeah this is a cool scene watching mimi and alan like canadian like acting royalty go off at each other is like a masterclass yeah. of of ability like these guys are so good with each other it's unreal when i'm such huge fans of both of them you know pre the show just from watching their past work and it's it was always my favorite thing to get to just sit on set and watch them do their thing Another another fun fact about this set that viewers may or may not know is that all of the tombs and all of the names on the catacombs are our crew. So yeah, the big ones on the floor names. are our directors of photography and our producers and things like this. And then all of the catacombs is the hair and makeup department and the grips and our AD department and our, you know, our entire crew all got their mm-hmm. names somewhere in the catacombs. So if you look closely, you might be able to catch it. In fact, there were a couple of cool little set pieces here. So... One, an interesting thing, someone decided at some point down the line that the floors, not in this episode because the floors are dry, but in the at some point during using this, they decided that the floors looked better wet than they yeah. did dry, Yeah, which was a nightmare. I think Will has a fight scene, like a pretty intense fight scene that Darren doubled him for in this, and the mm-hmm. floors are wet. Like It's a nightmare, and it's a slick floor anyway. I definitely had a couple where I had to run on it, and you guys are in heels the whole time. Like It was mm-hmm. it was actually really hard work. And then the glass, the glass window to the jail cell was actually three or four pieces of glass that sat into each other, and they would angle it depending on where the shot needed to avoid the season one fiasco of the reflections, oh, the reflections. dealing. So they would, t- they would tilt them, but we were forbade from touching it so to leave fingerprints, <laughs> to avoid leaving fingerprints oh on, on the glass, because there was constantly someone there with Windex and a rag, just like making sure they were spotless. Yeah, because every time somebody would walk by or lean on it or have to step out of the way, mm-hmm. the, those fingerprints show up so much. Or, or any time it would get angled just the slightest mm-hmm. inch, they'd have to come in and completely reset the whole thing. But on the note of the floors, I, um, you know, they, when you're walking through a set. Um, shoes are loud and sets are mm-hmm. often not, uh, the floors are kind of hollow because they're built up. So you make a lot of mm-hmm. noise when you walk sometimes. So they'll put foam on the bottom of your shoes to dampen the sound a bit for, so you don't have to re-ADR the entire scene of dialogue. Uh, so often I would have old patches of foam on the bottoms of my boots. And then when I would come into this set that had the wet floor, it would just become ice skates. It's like ice, yeah. <laughs> and the number of times I fell down just trying to walk across the floor. 
Mm-hmm. It was absolutely insane. But let's see what these folks are, these kind folks are talking about as we, we just, I love that we just stroll in in the middle of an interrogation. Yeah. You know, just he's mid getting tortured and we're like, hey, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, hey, dad, what's up? How's it going? I do love how much they use the reflections, though, and when they do, mm-hmm. when they have this set, just using our reflections there with Mimi and Alan, it's just uh This is a torture scene. So it's, I guess it's like a torture rune. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, it's showing him, like, it's obviously causing him a lot of physical pain, but it's also showing him a past, like a past that he's, that hurts him. Yeah. The assumption here, of course, being that it's me, that it's a, a younger version of me. Although, no, we know that that's not the case now. So mm-hmm. who is this kid supposed to be? No, he did still raise me. Yeah, he did I'm raise I'm just not him. his son. It's all fucking making sense now. When she does the rune, he, oh, he has flashes to a little blonde kid. Oh. No, that's not you. That's not me. That one's not you. Because that is what that is, is that's him sending Jonathan to eat him. No, I know that. The audience doesn't know that now. But I think with, it's supposed to be bet- portrayed that that is potentially me because we haven't been introduced to the person who that is, right? Yes, potentially you. Sorry. In this moment. In this moment, yes. And then Mimi's pissed. Yeah. It's like, no, sorry, we're not telling you how to do your job. Just. Sorry, I lost the sword. I didn't know. What did it do to it? It damaged it, but we don't know what it did. It just deactivated it. You know, I have a feeling right. it just, it's sort of breaking it enough, not to destroy it, but enough to, so it doesn't work. You know, disconnecting right, the circuit, right, right. maybe, as it were. Or putting some kind of buffer on the magic. Azrael. Is that Azrael? Yeah. Azazel. Azazel, so, that's it. So something funny about this that I don't know if you remember, Azazel wasn't his original name in the script. No, what originally was it? his name was originally it was Reman. And there came a point during the beginning the of this demon. episode where I went, Does anyone realize that we have that we've set up this guy as Reman the demon from Edom? Yeah. <laughs> Is that on purpose? Or do we want to change that? Because <laughs> I, like, I knew at some point during the episode, I'm like, somebody's going to have to say Reman the Demon from Edom, and then that's going to be what the episode's about, is yeah. the rhyme scheme. It's, it, it's less badass, for sure. Yeah. So this but bar, you have this actually, wonderful like, stillness to the way he was so brutal, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Again, there's so many incredible actors in Toronto that we got mm-hmm. to use. They just brought them in, and they just completely owned the moments yeah. that they had. And just fully committed to what it is that they were doing. While drinking a whiskey, man. While drinking a whiskey. I don't think we ever went to this bar. Why, like, as as people. Like, why didn't we ever go to this bar? I did once with um, did with Isaiah and some folks. Yeah, during the... When he was shooting It, we went mm. there with a bunch of folks. And I think you guys met us for ping pong after. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Oh, dear. Izzy's in withdrawals. Yep. Is this this is the episode where they put the camera on her or no? They give her the rig. I can't remember. God, she does such a good job. Oh yeah, she's in it right now. She just sat up into it. Can Shadowhunters get the flu though? Because Alec, you know, Alec covered for her by saying that she has the flu. Yeah, I mean, you would think that, that a Narazzi would probably take care of it. Although I'm sure there's some sort of downworld disease that's equally terrible. That's true. I mean, you know, <laughs> with anything that we've seen in the last three years, yeah, like uh, diseases mutate all good. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was clever. There's, we should have talked to John about this. That was a clever transition through the doors of the Jade Wolf because 
that oh, is yeah. a, a set on the inside, which actually, which actually is almost directly behind that door that the camera panned into. Yeah. But the Jade Wolf set was oriented this way and the door was oriented this way. So there's no way you mm -hmm. could have done that. So they matched the two shots together so it looked like you went through the door, which was very clever, but they were, they were oriented, so cool. they were perpendicular to each other, so you couldn't have done it like any, any other way. Tricks of the trade. Mm -hmm. I feel like the kitchen's <laughs> new as well. We've had the kitchen a couple of times because Luke we? and I had a conversation in there about Cleophus mm. um, a few episodes ago. But I, I do love that they've just hired a, a kitchen staff. That yeah. just It's not Finally. a functioning restaurant, but it's yeah. a kitchen staff that just like they just feed the werewolves. food for the werewolves all day. Yeah. I wonder if they know. That they're like, werewolves? Do, yeah. Do you think they know? They might be I like, they... like um, werewolf wannabes like uh like familiars for vampires you know what i mean oh, yeah, like yeah. maybe if they make good duck pancakes they get turned into a werewolf I <laughs> they're just werewolf groupies yeah 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 oh man there's an uprising within the down world so russell yeah. uh played by the lovely noah no this is this always got me noah was the sweetest calmest most just such a zen softy yeah. dude and he plays this absolutely aggro <laughs> werewolf. Mm -hmm. But no, he's just, he's like a big teddy bear now. He's a big old softy. Yeah. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself. But we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This crime scene is fun because another little like in the behind the scenes thing. I don't know if it's in the episode or not. When uh, Ollie comes in, I think it's Matt and I together step out of her way because she technically can't see us. Yeah. So if she physically hit us, then that would look weird. So we we just take a step back like it's nothing, keep doing our job. But it was a, it was a fun like addition to be able to sort of flourish these parts of the, the world that make sense to us, you know? Yeah. Well, and yeah, you guys just move around her. And it's, I forgot yeah. that there was no body there either because the body was mm-hmm. glamored as well. Not on the floor, but the rest of them would have been there because there's only two shadow hunters. Right. Obviously, the rest of them are all goners. There's a lot mm-hmm. of dead people. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Both just kind of do a little lean. Just a little lean. Yeah, because otherwise the air would be disturbed as well. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, she would feel something. You feel mm-hmm. somebody move by you. Oh, here we go. Isabel's trying to put herself together. You can do it, baby girl. Where did she go? Where is she? She's in her she goes room? to see Raphael. Yeah, she's in her room. Right. Um, hiding out. And then she goes to see Raphael. Yeah, trying to get another Gosh. fix. Girl, you were almost, you were going through withdrawals. Just, just push through, man. Yeah, she needs to push through. Yeah. But then I, yeah. the reality is like the the door should have been locked or something. Like it's not a nice way of doing it. But like you do have to, I think, sweat it out. Like based on my very brief medical knowledge of how this works. Mm-hmm. She does. Ah, oh, she's so like entrancing in this. Like the, mm-hmm. the, I think it's always so interesting to see the powerful characters fall from grace. Yeah, or not even from grace, just to see them like fallen, to see Vulnerable. them broken. Yeah, and Isabel is arguably like our strongest character from the beginning. She's so strong-willed, and she knows what she wants and who she is and what she's going after. And to see her in this state is really something special. And she, I said it a thousand times before, but she does such a good job. Yeah, Isabel's so unflappable, and then to see just the lengths to which she goes, and mm-hmm. she she's one who always carries herself and has this kind of mask, and to see that fall, it's really interesting. Ooh, I forgot she tried to stab him. She tries to, oh yeah, look at that. She wouldn't do it. She's too much of a good guy. She can't do it. She can't do it. She loves him. She loves him. Tragic gas leak, you know, happens in New York, apparently. Yeah, makes people's brain explode. Can you imagine if that oh, happened yeah. in New York? It would be like the biggest, the the biggest city disaster, uh, yeah. like w- internally within the city since yeah. like the blackouts. Exactly. Oh man! See, we so rarely get to see this. Um, the projections come up mm-hmm. out of the table. Yeah, big war table. Cause All it's these We never get to see any of these other greater demons. Nope. Just a great job by the art department. Someone drew these awesome greater demons and that's all we see of them although <laughs> I, one of them i think was like the worm thing that we see in season three. Oh, that's true you're right I, I would really love to i've already lost count but the number of times that somebody references me as your sister in front of you and you don't say anything in this episode because yeah. even we were just having a conversation i'm like hey listen let's talk i know something's off i'm your sister 
and you're like, mm-hmm, gotta go, bye. Mm-hmm. Jobs. Yeah, nope, I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna go talk to these guys over here. Is this Azazel again? This is Azazel. No, Isabel. No, it's Isabel oh, and Azazel oh, and oh. Sebastian. This here is the comes. entrance of the one and only Will Tudor. Here we go. Oh, Izzy. Shouldn't it be the Cadillac in this alley? Or is this She's the not other outside alley? the Hotel de Mort. She's outside mm. uh, like a grotty vampire den. Okay. Hey, Azazel, she's not the she's not the shadow hunter you want. This poor cyclist is about to not do very well. The cyclist and the <laughs> chef. The well-meaning cyclist and the chef who are popping out just to save the day. Nah. Oh, and a pedestrian behind the cyclist. Oh, man. All three of them. But here he comes to save the freaking day. Dun, 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 dun. Nice. What does he turn into? Is that moths? Uh, I think it was meant to be like maggots or moths Ugh. or the, you know, some Something hellish. grim. Way to go. Who are you? Yeah, it is Sebastian. That a boy. My name is Sebastian. Yeah. That a boy. Yeah. <gasps> does Maureen come back into the show? He, she just got referenced. Yeah, I don't think she ever comes back. Honestly, she was on another job, so she was unavailable. Oh, was she? But in the books, Maureen actually comes back, and it's a version of the Heidi character because she mm. she tries to find Simon, gets obsessed, gets turned into a vampire, and becomes this like creepy vampire child kind of. Got it. Um, toward the end of the books, who kidnaps Simon and such later on. But yeah, I don't think we ever get to see her again. He almost slips up here, Simon. Come on, pal. You got to be better than this. You can't just go to the pub in the daylight when you're trying to keep this a secret. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, he does just give away the farm. He just didn't say it was Jace. Oh, bless his heart. Oh. He kept Jace's secret. See, good guy. Jace knows he's a good guy deep down. Deep, deep, deep down. Oh, yeah. And see, it's it's Maya that goes, hey, more to the from one down roller to another. Probably don't um Yeah, don't be don't telling let the world this. know that you've yeah. got the golden ticket, literally. Cause then everyone's gonna, you know, start drinking shadow under blood. Mm-hmm. Cause that would be if you think about it, if all the vampires found out that if you drink a certain kind of shadow hunter blood, you can walk in the daylight, then, then it would just be a all out war. Yeah, oh a hundred percent. Yeah, between the vampires. There's and nothing the that would stop hunters. them. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. To find that one shadow hunter, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they just keep me alive. With my blood flowing for as long as possible. Oh, that, that sounds, sounds dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So this it's the moths turn into the sand. And then so it's uh, that sand is from a specific realm of Edom. It's Dudwaddle. That's what du-dwa, it was. Dudwaddle. Dudwaddle. I don't know. Yeah. It's because um, I remember we went from Reem and the Demon from Edom to uh, Azazel from Dudwaddle. Azazel from Dudwaddle. Love it. It's the worst dimension of hell. Been shackled. From, did we ever figure out how he got out? Uh, I believe it had something to do with when Sebastian. Couple snuck out with Sebastian. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, spoilers for later. Sebastian might not be who we think he is. Ooh. Come on, Alec. Raphael's trying to help. Don't be bitter. Raphael has kind of a tough time as well. Think about like I it. say, every time it's he's trying to be a hero, he's trying to do the right thing, but he just is always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Not always. Often. Yeah. But like even the first time we meet him, he's trying to sort of help in his own way. Yeah. Well, that's not true. Not right no. when we meet him, but then he does kind of <laughs> not help. The first time. The first time he's kind of a dick. 
Magnus Bane, PI. Yeah, you don't see it. Yeah, you see him with his like outdoor clothes. We don't see Magnus outdoors as often as I would like. No, but he's got like a Sherlocky trench coat on, and I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> Clary, I thought Izzy was had the flu. Why would she leave? What's going on? I don't understand. Oh, Clary. Well, Clary. We had big war table and mini war table. Yeah, we did have, we had, yeah, we had hollow table and war table. Oh no, we used, yeah, we mm -hmm. used both as the war table. You're right. Yeah. Okay, I remember this scene in particular. You two could not stop laughing at each other. Yeah, I this don't was know one why of those this scenes. happened. This is one of those days. It was, I think we had spent all day in that room and it was just mm -hmm. one of those moments where we're like, just put us somewhere else. Okay, this, this is one of my favorite scenes. Is maybe this where ever. it comes out? Yeah. This, I, I didn't realize it came out this quickly after me finding out. I thought there was yeah. a few episodes well, of it. But no, yeah. It felt longer because there was the mid-season break. Mm. You know, so it, there was a long yeah, time between sense. airing. Mm -hmm. um, let's just the kiddos facing off against Valentine. Mm -hmm. Anytime getting to work with Alan and doing one of these cat and mouse scenes is just mm -hmm. the most fun. Oh, because Valentine still has the Mortal Cup. Somewhere, yeah. Somewhere. And Azazel won't give Izzy back until, or so we think. We think Azazel has Isabel. But yeah, oh yeah. I just love that Valentine goes, yeah, you know, being in, in the custody of a demon of hell would be better than this. Yeah, right. I know. That's got to tell you what Shadowhunter torture is like. Chase is your son. You hurt him plenty. Ah, oh, shit. Here comes the question mark and the smile. Alan, ah, oh, be still my beating heart. Mm-hmm. Valentine's not my father. What? That punch was really something as well. Like having someone get that close to your face with a fist while you're yeah. shackled is terrifying. Like it's a really horrifying experience. You could just tell a girl. Well, it's happening now. We'd started using slow motion a lot more, the high-speed cameras. We use those a lot more in this season. Mm -hmm. I think Matt Hastings had some new toys and was having mm -hmm. fun. <laughs> it's the same. It's It always... This is something we talked about a lot in, in season one, and it comes back into play this season with the Morgan Stearns versus the Lightwoods and kind of the different ways in which they were raised and the different ways in which their powers can be utilized specifically. Um, yeah. Emotions clouding judgment versus emotions fueling your powers and serving a purpose. And it's this constant thing that Jason and Clary are, are at odds about. Mm -hmm. And we haven't, we haven't seen that in a while. Ah, yes. Sebastian Verlack. And his, his swanky apartment. Another beautiful New York apartment. Yeah. Must be costing them a goddamn fortune. It was so awesome having Will just come. He, you know, he did this so beautifully. And he came to Toronto and dove right in with the story. With He was so excited because he gets to do so much in this episode, mm -hmm. as we get to see in a few minutes. But in diving in with you guys and figuring out the whole what it meant to be raised by Valentine and that physicality and, and everything and then and diving into the mythology of the story and the whole world. It was great. Well, I'd also, I'd known Will for like 10 something years at this point. Yeah. No, probably not quite when he joined the show. Like six or seven years I'd known Will. Will and I worked together in London those many years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, yeah, I mean, I, I know from personal experience having a semi-friendly face on set is... Is very useful when you're joining mm -hmm. something new. You know, it's so fortunate to have a, a mysterious stranger just whisk you away to his lovely apartment and give you the cure to your addiction. And, Who happens uh, to also be addicted to the same thing. Yeah, uh, hmm. It's almost like it's too good to be true. Hmm. 
make you a lovely meal. But you know what? Look at that face. I'd trust him too. <laughs> See, that's the thing with Will is is that's why this worked so well, I think. And with Luke too. It's um got a trusting face. You think Luke has a trusting face? Oh, maybe it's just because I know Luke. I don't know. Yeah, there's no, no? way. No way. I, him and I have spoken about this so many times. There's no fucking yeah. way. Like, and he'll say this when he comes on. Like, there's zero chance I would trust him from a distance. There's no fucking way. We'll have to reach out to Will and Luke and get them on the show soon. Definitely. We should get them on together. I'd love to I'd love to do each of them separately, but then I think a Morgan Stern sibling roundtable would be a fun bonus app. Play like family feud games. And here we have let's get to know the new uh the partner. new sidekick. The new sidekick. She's one of those characters that you see just getting on Luke's nerves just enough. Just enough. But being just, just slightly yeah. charming enough to just, just get right under his skin. She is. She's and Alex was very charming as well. Like it she was mm-hmm. such a wonderful woman to work with. Um yeah. but she died like she she actually is very much like this character. She's very, very likable. <laughs> I just love how she immediately thinks that Maya is Luke's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And Maya just is going, What? I don't it's it's sort of similar to when uh, Iris thought Alec and Clary were dating. They just both yeah. went, nah. Mm, no. No, definitely not. So what's happening here is because of Luke's actions during the soul sort of it all, uh, there's a little unrest in the werewolves and Russell is trying to form his own pack and they've asked Maya mm-hmm. to go. And she, you know, it's it's a tough spot to be in because you want to have the security and the safety being in a pack because that's you know by nature what they do as wolves. But it's um, it's her dad, kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, there's this balcony again. Yeah. So this was the so maybe that last time we saw it when they were disabling the power source was the first time we'd seen it, and then they expanded it to this for this scene. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. Oh. <laughs> These were, these were fun scenes as well like this is oh. such a matt thing like he matt's very good at sensing when you're down and he's very good at comforting yeah. you by doing very little yeah. um and this i think the original version of this scene had a lot of had quite a bit of dialogue back and forth and it all just got scrapped and became just this silent moment between the two of them like they both know what's going on with or without their bond they would know what's going on yeah it was so smart to do that because it's you know it really we haven't seen these two just have a moment in so long and it's such an mm-hmm. important relationship and just giving again seeing these characters that are so strong have these moments of vulnerability and these moments of yeah. humanity that's what makes the show have such resonance for people i think and he can cook he can cook too i mean my goodness right? sebastian marry me stop it what's not to love what's not to love and again there's just these little moments where Watching it, you know, having seen it and knowing what happens, mm-hmm. watching it again, there's little moments where you go, uh, is that, I don't know. Is that, hold on. It's mm. just a flash behind the eyes. It's so well, yeah. so well chosen. And again, it is nice to, as, as, just as the first scene with, you know, uh, Simon and Clary on the park bench, it's nice to see Isabel just with her guard down for a mm-hmm. moment. She's been going through so much and had so much to deal with and battle and handle. She just gets to be a person. Yeah, she just gets to chill out, and uh, she shouldn't be. She should have her guard all the way the fuck up. But well, we don't she know that yet. Do, but we don't know that yet exactly. Oh, finds out that um, does he say he's an orphan, or does he say mm-hmm. that? Yeah, he just says she's died. gone now. So he never says anything about his father. Uh uh-uh. uh mm-hmm. Does he know from the beginning? Does he know? Yeah, his, he knows. He knows. Yeah. 
he knows because he's he's the only one of of the Morgan Stern kids or the children that were raised by Valentine that knows everything. Right, right, right. Because he's the eldest and he's the one who was put through it first and basically had to sit in Edom for 10 years. Right, right, right. You know, and knowing that his father sent him there because he couldn't control his demonic abilities. Got it. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Boat Basin. Boat Basin. Little Simon Raphael action, which is fun. Mm -hmm. I like that this season we got to see more of his musician side. This is fun. It just gets me every time Raphael just shows up in the in everywhere because he's such a stealthy vampire. It still scares Simon, even though he has vampiring (laughs) and it (laughs) gets me such a characterful choice that Alberto made. Because I think that was an Alberto thing. I don't think that was a scripted thing. Yeah. What? I wasn't at Hunter's Moon. I don't I don't know. It's a, somebody's smoking something. Somebody's on Yin Fen. Yeah, come on, buddy. You got to be better than that. 
He's you've been a vampire for two weeks. That's what he just says. You've been a mm-hmm. vampire for two weeks. The current stage of our story, how far we've got, so 23 episodes, 24 after this one of TV, has been over two weeks. A two-week span, people. Yep. That's what's happened. Yep. Fucking hell. Just, let's just think about that for a moment. You find out you're the supernatural being. You find out that your father is evil. Your mother disappears. You're... You meet this guy, your best friend becomes a, dies, becomes a vampire. You find out your dad's a werewolf, your other dad's a werewolf. <laughs> Think about everyone else's story. Yeah, like yeah. Alberto, you fall in love. Uh, Alberto, Simon literally did did die, yeah. comes back as a supernatural being, the need for blood. Then it within two weeks has become a limited version, seemingly extinct version <laughs> of this being. Alec discovered that he was gay, fell in love got engaged, tore apart his wedding, got engaged and was about to get married. Even that is far-fetched enough that you planned a wedding in, in less than two weeks is fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah. Tore the whole thing apart, fell in love with the, uh, the love of his life, thank goodness. Yeah. But yeah. a lot's fucking happened in these two yeah. weeks. Jace finds this person, saves her life a couple of times, find, falls in love, finds out he's her yeah. sister. Jace's next not. two weeks are, are really rough, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I feel like his yeah. next two weeks yeah. get worse. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. This mask, man. Okay, can we talk? We're about talking about this whole fucking scene. Can we, we talk, talk about, about this the whole fluff. fucking scene? <laughs> it, the fucking pussy willows, man. So we, we, this. First of all, this scene is about to get very intense. We've just summoned mm-hmm. Azazel, mm-hmm. and tension is high as is. Yeah. You know, it's a big yeah. mission. We know where this is going to go, and it ends with a lot of screaming. We yeah. all sort of get semi-tortured, and it ends with a lot of screaming. Screaming is hard work in general. Yep. You hyperventilate it's bad for your throat it yep. you get torn up you know whatever um i'm in a scream for probably five six hours yeah no kidding like we screamed for five or six hours and each of those takes was at like 30 or 40 seconds long because yep. they had to do all of the action behind so we're screaming 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 at the top of our lungs you know we ask very often the question is um at what level of pain are we at and the and doctors actually they hopefully you haven't been unfortunate enough to ever see this scale, but they actually have a scale at a doctor's office that says one through 10 and they have pictures of your face. So like (laughs) this is a one and your face is sort of semi-normal. And then a 10 is like screaming and crying, whatever. Um, And everyone was told in this scene, you're at 10. This is a 10. This is the most pain that you're going to go through. And we're like, okay, great. And then they filmed, filled the room with these little, it's for those who don't know the best way to describe them, they're called pussy willows and they're like, um, like a dandelion, like that you blow a dandelion. It's like those little things, but they filled the room with like bags (laughs) and bags and like trash bags, giant trash bags of this stuff. And then turn the fans on. So they were all up in the air and it looked, you know, looks great. We were coughing them up. No yeah. kidding, because we breathed so many of them in. I was coughing them up for about a week. I was yeah. coughing oh. them up, and they were in the back of my sinus. You can't see. Every time you open mm-hmm. your eyes, they go in your eyes. It was a fucking nightmare, and I left this scene like, I don't ever want to see one of these ever again. I don't want to see one in real yeah. life. I don't want to see one on set. This was hands down. I don't know why we don't talk about this much when people ask, what was the hardest scene for you to do? Because yeah. this is up there. This was this a really, really hard scene to do. Well, and do you also remember that we had to reshoot part of it? Did we? we did this on yeah we did this on a Friday and then on the Monday we had to come back and finish it because oh, we God. ran out of time and I, I just remember all of us going can we just can we just go another hour or something and just finish it so we don't have to do this again yeah ever? I don't want to do it ever again but the oh, one really the one something. silly it really was but the one silly bit that um I try and find a silver lining in things and I try and make things fun even when they're not 
So when we came back to do this scene, Matt and I just kind of, because our clothes were clean, obviously. It had been mm-hmm. a few days since we'd done it. So they'd washed our clothes and all the dirt and dust and fluff was all off of them. So Matt and I just kind of looked at each other and went, all right, and just rolled around in the dust that they left on the floor. <laughs> just yeah. just re Sometimes you got to do it. Yeah, that fits. And this mask, at least Alan had the mask. Yeah. Yeah, no so, kidding. You know, maybe it wasn't as bad for him. There they are. Here come the pussy willows. See them all over Harry's face. Uh, and they like, yeah, they broke down so they didn't stay in like chunks. It looks like, it does look fantastic yeah. on camera, but fuck, this was awful. Okay, can we talk just for a second about the uh, when Harry does this magic and he starts the summoning? Mm. There's a bit of a kind of jerky camera situation. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, this was something that was new for this season of the it, show. It was, They yeah. had the, wasn't it the, the film camera that they would go forwards and backwards yeah. and forwards? So they would roll the film forward and backwards manually a bunch of times to kind of layer it over each other. And then when they play it back in this moment, it looks, it sort of is that stop motion kind of magic where Magnus is in six places at once, mm-hmm. which I think is so characterful. That was either Glenn or Drew's idea, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think you're right. We'll have to ask Drew about it. There's also, I don't know if it's this, there's something about this season on to the end of the show. There's a a weight to the lighting of the show and there's a darkness to it that it's, everything is richer, but darker somehow. And it's Yeah, don't you remember that was our like two fucking buzzwords for all of the press for season two and three. It's darker and something else. There were two words that we kept repeating and I was like, Oh yeah. After convention like four, I was like, we got to think of some fucking synonyms for this shit because I can't do another four hour convention where I tell people like it's darker and more sinister again and again and again. Yeah. But I think too, it's it it was a great choice because it spoke to kind of the weight of the world and the impending darkness that was happening around us. Mm -hmm. And here comes Clary again, storming through the doors of the institute to do something. This this is so funny. It's such an interesting like. I, this happens to us a bunch of times where you're like, oh, yeah, I can just use this rune power that I've had for fucking seven hours. Let me just, yeah, yeah I'll just figure this thing out. Like, it's, I'm sure that this thing is going to work. No, it doesn't. You know why? Because mm-hmm. you've used no, it, it three times. You've used it three fucking mm-hmm. times. You have no clue if any of this shit is going to work. Like, so, the, so you broke the sword. You This time it doesn't work. Later on in, I think, 2B or 3A, you portal us underwater. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, well, she's learning, you know. She's learning, but maybe spend some time practicing in like, uh, we have like a super high tech training facility. <laughs> you didn't at any point yeah. be like, let me try this thing out. Let me see if this oh, is going to work. I'm just watching us all of us, all of us writhe in pain. Yeah, lots and lots of pain. Is this where we get to see your eyes for the first time? This is where we get to see the gold eyes for the first yeah. time. Yeah. So Boom. this was, this was. Look at that. Um, I think we've mentioned it once before. Again, yeah. the guys from Folks VFX did an amazing job with both the runes and this. Um, but uh, the, this, we were leaving a viewing. We were leaving like a, a watching a freeform and Matt Hastings was there. And I said, oh, you got to see just the briefest of flashes of my underwear there, I think. I'm wearing bright red underwear. It does not yep. look correct for the scene. <laughs> I get to see my boxes. Yeah, there they are. There you go. I've never noticed that before. <laughs> uh, what can you do? Um, and we were, I was talking to Matt Hastings and I said, hey man, we're literally on our way out in the corridor. And I went, hey man, just a quick thought. We, I, when the, these runes activate, because we'd read the script, maybe maybe we can do a thing with my eyes where they flash gold as a little sort of nod to the to the book fans because Jace has 
gold eyes in the books. And he was like, literally just went, great, love it. We're putting it in. <laughs> That's it. That was it. We were like, okay, cool. And then it was the story point throughout, which I was glad that we got to do. I was, yeah. I'm glad when we get to give these little sort of small book references in there. Oh, Valentine's still alive. Are we just leaving him there? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. He can just stay there. Yeah, I just thought we were just walking away. Oh, oh. Do you remember what happens there? Do you remember what Azazel does? Mm-mm. He's because did you see Valentine oh, the end I do of the scene going, help me, help me? I do remember, I do remember. Valentine I do remember, is no yeah. longer Valentine. Valentine, well, Valentine is Valentine, but it doesn't look like Valentine. Yeah. Well, even okay, just look at the way Harry's walking down this hallway. So good. Oh, so, so good. Much. I get to have it's scenes so with him good. whilst he's in this in this position. I remember it being like even his vocal quality changed, and I was like, fuck, this is good. Oh yeah. man, this is so good. I remember hearing it at the table read for the first time and I lost my mind just because yeah. both of them had clearly done their homework and put so mm-hmm. much effort into the fun that they were going to have. But spoilers, oh, so good. this is for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it when Alex smiles. Yeah. I'm finally getting on the phone with Izzy. Big old softy is what he is. He pretends not to be, but he's a big old softy. Matt yeah. too. He's he's cooking. He's not eavesdropping on your conversation. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he's definitely not listening to this. We didn't just fight a greater demon. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Selling a farm. Come on. Is that why they had to break the necklace? Because it would have been flashing if... Yeah. It would have been flashing around him, right? Yeah. Yeah. More oh, and this spoilers, is the first but... time... This is the first time we get to see Sebastian's propensity for... Pain. Pain. And the mm-hmm. sort of enjoyment slash self-punishment thereof. You know, he's, it seems like he's cooking or cleaning the kitchen and he turns around and he's just roasting his own hand. Roasting his hand. Oh, this is interesting. So, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. I really, I was, this is one of my favorite scenes in this episode. And I remember when I read it the first time, I was so happy that it's one of those rare times where Jason and Clary have an honest conversation mm-hmm. and are actually able to set all the drama and all the, you know, world ending events aside and go, hey, listen, let's just get on the same page here. And it's, yeah. Very nice moment. And the only time I ever got to wear that jacket. <laughs> Oddly. Yeah, I was noticing there's a lot of frilling on this mm-hmm. jacket. I don't know how useful it would be to an actual shadow hunter. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a lot of stuff that would be in the way. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that Shelley, our costume designer, did was kind of ride that line between the artist from Brooklyn and the shadow hunter. And there were moments, particularly when she was dating Simon, that it sort of started to steer back toward the old mm-hmm. Clary that we saw originally. Another choker as well, I notice. Yeah, see, there you go. And also, sidebar, um, what is th- what are these angelic abilities that we have and how do they work? Don't <laughs> and know. why don't they always don't work? Don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I ever figure it out. No, because w- nobody knows that this is like a thing that exists. Nobody's had pure yeah. angel blood since like the ever. first angel. Yeah, it's yeah. never happened before. Oh man, well, there you go. I was really disappointed though, because this. So the beginning of the next episode um, starts with a, a certain moment that we'll we'll see later. <laughs> yeah. But there was a scene that kind of transitioned it, and and there was a lovely scene at the end of this episode that they actually released images for, like production stills for. But mm. then they cut the scene where mm. Clary went to go see Simon, and he had organized this beautiful date and i think if i'm correct Aww. it's something they pulled from the books because he'd gotten clary's favorite pizza and had just blood for him 
and had done the whole mm. thing and like set up the whole date. And it was just a nice moment again to one more time have this, their relationship as a whole, but then to kind of see Clary, Clary fully making the choice, knowing that Jace was her brother, knowing all of this information to go, no, this is where I'm at. And this is where my feelings are at this point. And I'm mm-hmm. committed to this relationship. Um, God, Harry is yeah. so brilliant. He is brilliant. Where's and it going to go? Are. Who knows? You're going to have to tune know. in next week or however frequent we air these. I don't know. <laughs> next no. rewatch to find out. Next rewatch Lots time. going on, man. The world, as soon as we think we know what's going on in the shadow world, everything changes. Yep. But uh, always, more to always. be seen. A lot of new mysterious strangers and new mysterious uh, friendships, perhaps? Yeah, like the next episode is there's a a lot goes on. Um, I also I I like I messed up with the lamest of stunts. It was a it's like a little wire. It wasn't even a wire pull. It was a self propel. And I have these big, heavy like handcuff chains on. And as I landed, I was fine when I landed. And then I released the tension in my shoulders and dropped the the heavy handcuffs and they just knocked all the wind out of me and oh, Darren no. and Dean were like you okay and I was like yeah man I'm good everything's good but we'll talk more about that when, uh, when we get to it as always thank you everyone for listening and tuning in it's always a pleasure to talk to you hope you're having a good week we love you see you next time Return to the Shadows is hosted and executive produced by me, Catherine McNamara, and Dominic Sherwood. Our executive producer is Ling Lee. Our senior producers are Liz Hayes and Diego Tapia. Our producers are Hannah Harris and Kristen Vermilia, and our intern is Sam Katz. Original music by Alex Kinsey and performed by Alex Kinsey and Catherine McNamara. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yeah. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.